What lies beneath the surface of reality and truth lies in deception, Bill. This is shooting the shit. This beat is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right, on top. It's tricky. It's the right. Here we go. Hey, what's going on and welcome to another exciting, I don't know about exciting, but another episode of Shooting Shit for March 2nd, 2022. Yes, one day later from Fat Tuesday, that was yesterday, and I did miss out on it. I did not realize Mardi Gras and Fat Tuesday was happening. Um, I'm already fat enough. I don't need Fat Tuesday to, you know, let me know that I'm even fatter than I actually am. But, you know, eh, whatever. Let's get started, man. COVID. Let's talk about COVID. You know, we're going to get to Joe Biden. And uh, he had his uh, State of the Union address last night. And I don't know about anybody else. But I kind of just, it would have been so much better, honestly, if... Kamala, him, and Nancy Pelosi wore clown makeup and stood up there. Like, I think I would have been more, I would have gave my, more of my attention to that. And, because <laughs> it's what it was. It was a fucking circus show. Um, lies and, lies. Just lies and lies and deception and bullshit. But let's get started. Anyway, let's start with COVID. Where are we at with COVID today? Um, cases right now. New York Times. This is all data from the New York Times. Like I said before in other podcasts, I give you stuff from news sources and I spin my opinion on it. These are the facts that I get off of different news sources. In this case, the New York Times, another left-wing source, I'll give it from NBC. I try to give my, and I, I know most of my people lean right, and I try to give my leaning right people left-wing news sources so that way they can come back and forth and go, that's not right, this is wrong. And then I'll give some right-wing news sources or tell you what the real truth is behind things. But that's what we're talking about today anyway. It's lies and deception anyway, right? So so let's get started with this. Cases in the United States. 64 cases, daily, daily, daily. That's cases. According to this, daily cases. Okay, I'm sorry. Daily average. 64,276. I was looking at it wrong for a minute there. I thought I'm going to go, okay, this is already that, that, that low. No. Daily cases. 64,276 daily cases as of February 28th. 50, not, minus 59% drop in it. Minus 59% drop in it. Total cases in the, the, the you know in, in the United States, I, they're saying, is uh, 78,942,537. OK, tests that were done. OK, daily, I guess, would be the test. One million two hundred and sixty four thousand seven hundred and eighty six. It's down one percent. So people are still taking tests, which is mind boggling to me, because if you're sick, you're sick, stay in bed. Don't fucking take a test. You already know you're sick. Why the fuck do you need to take? Oh, I need to know that I have COVID. Do you really need to know if you have COVID or the flu or this or that? Like your chances of getting so sick and being thrown in a hospital are low. They're very low, okay? And you'll get through it. And we all have gotten through it. We're over fucking 700 days. And 
you've all been exposed at some point, okay? And we're all still here. And like I said before, anybody who's lost somebody or any loss of life from any kind of disease, whether it's COVID, cancer, just the flu, just a common cold, it, it's, 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 it's tragic. It's, it's horrible. It's tragic, but it happens. It's part of life. We lose people every day, and I'm so sorry to the people who have lost family members to COVID, but don't get mad at me for speaking the truth here. Get mad at places like Wuhan, China, and the Chinese for fucking spreading this fucking virus around. All right, so hospitalized people, 49,899. This is daily. It's down 44% down okay icu patients 9427 down 43 percent daily the death rate is at 1855 a day down 23 percent all right that's already 948,855. you do realize that we are still with covid under covid and i know people are going to go this is not not you know this is not 1918 this is 2022 i get it we have different technology, we have different medicines, we have we have better things. I get that. But we are still under the numbers of deaths, cases, you know, there's tests, hospitalizations. We're still under the number in this time span of having COVID in our lives. We're still under the number of great influenza cases and deaths and numbers. Okay? The great influenza was more powerful than this. I don't care what anybody tells you differently. You can go online, you can do your own research, you can look it up for yourselves. I'm not lying to you, I'm telling you what the facts are. Okay, so, anyway, maps, these show the cases rise and lower in certain areas, of course. You know what I mean? It's showing the far northeast and cold places like Maine. It's still freezing up there, it's still cold. Montana, Alaska, they all have red up in there and people are still sick. But you know what? I'm starting to think that... The common cold, people are going in there and they might have had COVID at one time and they're going into the doctor's office or this and that with a common cold or just because it's fucking freezing up there, minus 20 degrees and shit. And they're going in with the common cold and going, well, you had COVID, so this is a COVID thing. And it's bullshit. I think they need to just, it, it's done. The, the propaganda behind this, okay, it, the narrative is done. It's over. That's why COVID right now is disappearing, people. If you noticed, you put on the news. When the bombing started in Ukraine with Russia, you noticed that COVID on the news kind of disappeared for that couple days. Okay, now the government, the media, they all knew, like, we can't just let COVID disappear again because then the people will start to wake up and see that it was just a bunch of bullshit propaganda. So they, they spike it back up. Well, COVID, you can't, for, you can't forget COVID. You can't forget COVID. And we'll get into that in a little bit with this, with this war going on. But with COVID cases, it's crazy, you know. The virus is definitely uh, on its way out. It definitely is. There's no no doubt in my mind about that. It's not Joe Biden's doing, okay? Don't sit there and pat Joe on the back like, oh, pushing the vaccine and all. That's why. No, it's not. It's not Joe Biden's. It's just on its way out. Stop patting Joe. But Joe Biden needs to stop patting himself on the back for a lot of things. But people need to stop backing this clown and stop saying that it's Joe Biden's doing. Why COVID's slowing down? Because I'm getting tired of hearing that. It's obviously disappearing because that's what these types of things just do. Okay? They become less and less severe over time. Time is the major factor here. It's the biggest factor. Next year, it'll be less. The year after that, it'll be less. The year after that, it'll be less. Will it completely go away? 
Probably not. And if it does, this will be kind of like the bird flu and those kinds of things, you know? Even the great influenza over time became less. And we just were talking about the numbers of the great influenza. We're still under the numbers of the great influenza. And the great influenza was still killing people right up until COVID showed its ugly face. Then all of a sudden, no, no more great influenza. It's now COVID. You're dying from COVID. That's, that's the facts. <sighs> Anybody with a brain knows how it works. Simple-minded people just follow the propaganda and the bullshit of the media, and they believe everything the media tells them. Get your test, get vaccinated, you'll live. People with brains actually take the time and do research. They get different opinions, different facts. You know, they are conscious of what's going on around them. These are these are people with brains in their heads. They're very conscious that look. Not everything is what it's put out to be. Open your eyes to reality and see what it really is about. Don't lock yourself behind your closed doors and think that's what's going to save me. Get out and see if you actually, like I know it's, it's people go, I don't want to know if I, I don't want to take that chance. Look, maybe you need to look at everybody else and say, well, they're walking around in the street. You're, you're locked behind your closed doors. Okay. You're standing in front of your window with your cup of coffee. Mm. Um, you're standing behind your glass in your house, behind, you know, with your cup of coffee looking out the window. And you're scared to death that if you step outside or you go to the store or if you go somewhere that you're going to get sick and you're going to get COVID. Yet, there goes Bob, jogging up the street, no mask on. He waves to you. How you doing, Barb? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. There goes Jill, rides her bike by. She waves. Hey, how you doing? There goes Susie with her two twin kids in the, in the stroller. They're getting some air. You know, it's the springtime. It's beautiful out. And you're sitting behind your class with CNN on, and you're freaking the fuck out. Why these people don't turn on the fucking news? They're out and about living their lives, and you're letting your life waste away. So like I said, you got people with brains who actually do research. Then you have the simple-minded people, the people who sit there behind their closed doors. Okay, and they watch CNN, you know, and they let the government, the media, etc., Dr. Fauci, lead the way. Hold you by your hand and I will guide you to the promised land. He's just going to guide you into an early fucking grave and you're going to go, I didn't really live. You know what I mean? Like the people who actually hide behind the closed doors, lock themselves behind closed doors, they, they don't even allow their grandchildren to fuck in. I think there's a problem there in somebody's head. Oh, my grandkids, they're not vaccinated, so they're not coming to see me. No, it's bullshit. Like, my own mother has, okay, has cancer. All right, family member. A loved one has cancer. And she's made it really clear, regardless of this vaccine, this, this virus, and she's scared of this virus because she has this underlying condition, okay? It affects her lungs, So, and COVID affects your lungs. So, she made it really clear, I'm not going to live the rest of my life in fear and not see my grandkids, not hug my grandkids, not give my grandkids love. I'm not going to lock myself behind closed doors and not go and do the things I love. She gets up, she gets out, she dresses herself, gets out, goes to antique stores, goes to the store, goes shopping. The kids come over to give her hugs. Now, yes, they're cautious. If they're not feeling good, they don't go around her. If I'm not feeling good, I don't go around her. I use common sense. Even if I feel I have the sniffles or something, I try to, uh, I don't want to give you a kiss. You know, I'll just give you a little hug, turn my head. <clears throat> Sorry, just 
just talking and my coffee's giving me a little phlegm. But that's, you know, that's that's how she lives. And, and it's a great way to live. But then you have people who, they, they shut their whole family out over this. And they're so fucking scared because they got CNN blaring in the fucking background on the TV. And then they go blaming people like Donald Trump for all this. And it's they're crazy. You're just, 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 you're just nuts. You're just nuts. You got a guy in office right now. Okay, in one year, he has totally destroyed your country, and you will still turn around and go, well, Donald Trump grabbed women by the pussy. He's, he's so bad. He, mean tweets. Oh, insurrection at January 6th into the Capitol. And it's funny, but you look back at it, and you go, okay, him saying a speech was, wasn't, wasn't, that is an insurrection. He never said to go down and destroy the Capitol, okay? He never said, people go down there and break it in. They're simple-minded assholes that did that, Okay. Him grabbing women by the pussy 35 years ago or whatever, him putting out mean tweets now, I'll take that any day of the week over the destruction of the America that I know, the America that I was proud of and am proud of, and now becoming less and less proud of because of the administration that's in there. I'll take that any day of the week over this guy. So, like I said, it's going away because... The focus isn't on it anymore. That's why it's really going away. It was already going away. It's just that the media kept bringing it in for your focus. Focus in on this. Focus in on it. Don't let the, don't let the people not have focus on COVID. We can't let the people think that it's just disappearing on its own. But it is. This is why the Amish don't get... You, you, you see the Amish out and about, or they go to church, they're, they're congregating, and, 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 and you don't see them dying and getting sick. and don't, They're because they don't buy into the bullshit. They don't have a TV. They don't, they don't look at the propaganda. Uh, it's, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, uh, of course, like I said, the media, the government, the CDC, they're pulling you back in. With their, you know, with all the propaganda bullshit. That's what they do. They're just sucking you back in. Um, you know, if COVID just disappears next week, uh, a couple weeks from now, then you all know that you were played. You know, Def- definitely this COVID, it's used as a control tactic. There's no doubt in my mind that the United States of America and this corrupt government is using COVID as a control tactic in order to control the American people's lives, to see exactly what they can do to us and how far they can push us to the breaking point. That's how a new world order starts. And that and, and this new world order has been pushed around the last couple of days, if you all notice, people. Of course, it's pushed around with Putin, you know, not, not with Biden. But if you're not awake to the situation, you might want to wake up now. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to Putin. The war in Ukraine, you know, it's now day, what, six, five or six or so like that. I haven't really kept track of when it exactly started. I forget when they bombed. It was like Friday night, maybe Saturday night, something like that. They bombed. So we're quite a few days into it, five days maybe. All right. And uh, why is this all happening? Well, let's break this down. Putin's still butthurt over the break off of the Ukraine people from Russia. You know, he also doesn't like the fact that Ukraine wants to be a part of the NATO and the UN, United Nations, which just over the last 24 hours, 
they're trying to push him to be part of the European Union. Or him, I'm sorry. Trying to Ukraine is trying to push themselves to be a part of the European Union. And they're, they're signing papers as we speak of it. So they will be a protected country within the next 48 hours. And what does that mean for us? Do we get directly involved with this? I mean, when I say directly involved, this is how I look at it. You know, Joe Biden last night in his speech said nothing, absolutely nothing about how he's going to get involved. All he said was Vladimir Putin will he'll, he'll regret what he's doing and he'll suffer the consequences, yada, 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 yada. But he never said how he was actually going to go in and help the Ukrainian people in that country. Now, do I think that we should directly send troops in there to fight back with Russia? Now, I think that might be playing Russian roulette, no pun intended. I think that might be just cutting us off at the fucking legs. Because the threat of nuclear war right now is higher than I ever remember it, and I lived through the 80s. So, right now, us just going in there and, and fighting back on Russia, it might be a stupid idea. But giving aid to Ukrainian people, weaponry, food, supplies, Joe Biden said nothing about this whatsoever last night. He said nothing about it. You know, Putin wants to Ukraine. It's a very large neighbor for him. He doesn't want them to be a part of the UN or part of NATO because now you have your enemy right on the other side of the fucking fence from you. No, he wants to pull Ukraine back in so that powerful, large company or company country will be a part of him again. He just doesn't like the fact that they want to break off. So Joe Biden doesn't say anything about sending anything into, into Ukraine to actually help out last night in his speech. The speech was a joke. He's not helping. He's not building back better. He's not. He didn't even say that last night. That's the fucked up thing. He never said build back better. He know why? Because he knows it's a fucking joke. He might have said we're going to build. He might have said we're going to bring things back. We're going to. He might have used the words. He never used them in one term. Never build back better. But anyway, like I said, this guy's a joke. He's not sending anything in. So who steps in at the point? Who steps in? The funny fucking thing about this, a very powerful. I'm going to now call him very, 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 very patriotic when just a month ago, you people fucking hated him because of his Joe Rogan podcast that he did with him and stuff. But a very patriotic American citizen, very powerful, very smart, stepped the fuck in and helped the Ukraine. The Ukrainian people called for help from the West on their communications, their their their, their cell phone data, you know, their their uh their internet structure. It was all destroyed by Russia. They couldn't they couldn't get anything. Who stepped up to the plate? Elon Musk. I give oh my god, I give him I give him fucking total credit for stepping the fuck in and being the big man. He sent his satellites over top. He goes, when they sent they sent in and they said, we need help, we need somebody. Elon Musk stepped up and goes, help's on its way. Literally within hours, there's satellite communications above the Ukraine. Ukrainians' phones worked again. Their internet worked again. They were able to communicate. All because of one man in this country. And it ain't Joe Biden. Joe Biden is failing miserably. See, what Joe Biden should have did in this whole situation is said, we're going to send food, supplies, whatever we can to the Ukraine on our warships. We're going to send weaponry to them and we're going to supply them in order for them to help themselves fight this war right now. We can't physically get involved, okay? But we can do it this way. 
he, Joe Biden, should have also stepped in when he's seen that the communications and all and said, how can we fix this? He should have talked to, to, to Elon Musk. Elon Musk did it all by himself. I'll just send it over there. Communications are good. That guy, man, kudos to you, Elon Musk. You're the fucking man. When one month ago, all these libertard idiot motherfuckers hated you for smoking weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. Fucking joke. Fucking joke. Joe Rogan's the best podcast out there. The most realistic guy out there. He brings people in and he has very deep conversations with people and asks the right questions. And these people don't, they're not forced. They're not reading off a teleprompter. They're not forced to answer the questions, but they just talk. They literally drink some whiskey or coffee or whatever they're into. They might smoke some weed with them, might do a gummy bear, whatever. Uh, and I know he's encouraging drugs. No, no, he's just chill. He's just having a conversation with a friend across the table. Even if that friend might be a foe at the point, by the end of the show, they're friends. Because you know why? They had a conversation with each other. They spoke their minds, and they told you how it was supposed to really be. Here's the facts. This is the truth. The American people, especially the left, the left doesn't like the truth. They don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear bullshit propaganda read off a teleprompter by a feeble old fuck who... Who honestly, last night, I, I was waiting for like the nurses to come out at the end of the thing and give him medication and take him back to, for, to bed and be like, Joe, it's time to go back to bed, Joe. Come on, Joe. We're going to walk you back to bed. Like that That's what this guy reminds me of. He does not come off as a powerful guy. And when he tries to be powerful, oh my God, Putin must be laughing at his, like, 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 like laughing at the teleprompter going, okay, Joe, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to hit us with sanctions. We, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. There's already been talks in Ukraine, okay? Now, they tried to the other morning. Yesterday morning, I believe it was. They met on the Polish-Ukraine border, Russian, somewhere neutral, to have talks. To try to, I, I should say, end the war, find some kind of peace treaty of some sort. And, of course, during the talks, they're still bombing and still destroying and killing people in the Ukraine. When you have a guy like Vladimir Putin... Okay, who is a little bit chemically imbalanced. I'd say probably big time chemically imbalanced, but he's chemically imbalanced. And you're trying to have talks with his people as he's still sending bombs in and blowing shit up. The guy has no intention of stopping. He doesn't. You would cease fire and have talks. And then if the talks don't work out, you continue to bomb and blow shit up. He just continued during it. He's, he's trying to prove his point of his power. And, like I said, the talk of a new world order came out. And, Joe, you know, here's Vladimir Putin, new world order, new world order. Like, I don't know what to believe in this. I have a lot of conspiracy theories that even I get deep with and I start to think about it. And I even put Donald Trump into that fucking mix with it, with the new world order. Rich, powerful, people follow him, the people like him. Was he used as a pawn in a whole big government scheme with COVID, with everything that's going on and saying, look, 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 Don, you're, you're going to lose this, this, Joe Biden's going to come in. It's going to get the power of the left in. You already have the power of the right. You're going to pull them in. We're going to create this new world order. Vladimir Putin's in on it. Kim Jong-un's in on it. You know, because you have the 
you know, the invasion of Ukraine from Russia. You're going to have the invasion of Taiwan from China. That's going to happen too, okay? And an all-out world war is already broken out. It's on its way. Here in our country, we were worried about a civil war or even a revolutionary war. And that's exactly what these people want. Putin wants that. Like, please, keep dividing yourselves. Why is our government constantly dividing us? By just a vaccine, by just the color of our skin, by just this. Why? Why is, is our own government doing this to us? Did anybody ever sit down and go, hmm, like, why do they want us so divided? Because Putin would love for us to be divided. Kim Jong-un would love for us to be divided. You know, the you know, the, hey, Kim Jong-un's, I think, North Korea. China, their, their president, I'm not even sure what his fucking name is. He would he would love to be us divided. Like these other countries want us. And with a new world order with just one powerful government run by very powerful people, it's never going to be run by one person. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, man. Woo, the coffee's kicking in. Anyway, it's never going to be run by one person. It's going to have to have multiple people running it because <sighs> there's so many people out there who want that power. And there's always going to be that one person. That wants the power. They want the fucking power. You know? Like, Putin would love to be the man. Kim Jong-un would love to be the man. Donald Trump would love to be the man. But in a new world order, I don't think that would ever work. And in a new world order, when you have a communist country and you have a free country, and you ha- you got to get everybody on the same page. It won't work. But I that's a conspiracy theory that I sit here and I'm like... You know, people might turn around to me and be like, yeah, you're way off, dude. It's never going to happen. And I hope it don't. I hope it never fucking happens. Just like I hope nuclear war never happens. But we're on the doorsteps of it right now. We are never, never been closer with this lunatic who, let's face the facts. Joe Biden steps in. We're going to claim, we're putting sanctions on Putin. We're taking away, you know, his banking, his his financial aid to him. Nothing. He's going to have nothing. That's great. That's great. What's really the kicker with that is think about this. Even up as of yesterday, we're still buying Russian oil. We are still buying Russian oil. We're still aiding him with finance. Okay? But if there's nothing for him to have, no food, no no, no this or that, he has to d- depend on his own country or his own supply. Okay, he probably is good off. His people will be poor, bread lines, and just living in poverty. But here's the kicker. Like, somebody like him, when there's when you have nothing... You have nothing to lose, right? And you already have a lunatic at the reins. So with nuclear war, like this guy might think and say like, fuck it, man. It's over. Push the button. And that's it. And the end of fucking civilization as we know it. It's pretty scary when you get countries like Australia and them who claim that they're, 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 they're claiming to be like I am when it comes to politics on the fence. Not left, you're not right, you're in the middle. And these people claim, uh, you know, that they don't want to be involved. You know, they have no affiliation with Russia, they have no affiliation with the United States, they want to be their own. And it's scary when they claim that during a war like this because they know that nuclear war may be inevitable and they're hoping that that button that says Australia doesn't get pushed. They might survive it, the rest of the world's going to be fucking done, and that's it's over. Now, places like Australia, as long as you can live on what you make, what you have, you'll be all right. But people, the youth of today don't understand 
Like, I, I tried to, I talked to my youngest, she's 16, and I tried to explain nuclear war. And I said, nuclear war is like this. You're going to have a, a millisecond of a flash. Okay, when it, when it happens, you're going to hear the button push, shit's going to come over TVs, beep, you know, that, that emergency alert system. And you're going to have nuclear war. Seek shelter, seek whatever, you know what I mean? And honestly, if you're anywhere near a major target, a major city, which we I live in. This is Philadelphia. I mean, it's a major city. It's going to be it's going to be nuked. We're going to get a millisecond of light and then we're going to be vaporized. Gone. And in a way, I said to my daughter, my daughter was it horrified her. She's like this this could ha-. I said, "Listen, this is something we always have to be prepared of. In the 80s we were prepared of it. You know what I mean? Like we knew like but I was a kid, I was young. I took it kind of like you did at the time. And I didn't take it nearly as serious as the adults were taking it. Like, this is a scary situation. And adults today are looking at it as a scary situation. The youth today don't look at it like that. And when I say youth, I actually went at it with somebody on fucking Facebook, on, 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 on a social media network, a friend who was very left-wing, very, very liberal, very much a libertard. And he's going back and forth about last night, about the whole, you know, Joe Biden's speech and the State of the Union address. And we're going back and I'm just talking about how, like, it's a clown show and he's this and that. And I go, I go, you know, and he's like, what do we have to worry about? You know, what, what are we going to send rant? You know, he started being funny about, like, trying to, to be funny about it. Like, I would, I would, I would ask him, I'd say, well, you tell me what Joe Biden has done in the past year. That's positive. Tell me anything he's done positive in the past year of his presidency. And, of course, I got nothing. You know what I mean? There's there's no response to that. Then there'd be something stupid like, oh, don't worry. He'll just send Rambo in to get Putin. And, and I'm like, oh, my God. What the fuck? Like, what kind of answer is that? I'm being serious. And then I wrote, you know what? How about this? How about you tell me what Joe Biden has done in the past 48 years of being in politics? And then you would get another thing. Oh, you got to stop watching Red Dawn. You really got to stop watching that. And I'm like, you can't give me a real answer. You're going to give me these funny fucking, th- like, trying to be funny about it. And people on there are just looking like, people on that are looking at the comments are being like, well, this guy's a fucking tart. This is the situation we're in right now. <laughs> the movie, Don't Look Up. If you haven't seen it yet, watch it. It's hard to watch because it's kind of stupid. It seems to not make sense until you now look at what we're going through right now okay with our country and COVID and everything that was going down i think that's what the movie was made for for this country alone and i had this argument with my parents the other day because they've seen it i don't know i forget how it came about um oh we were watching the news and i think a pre-show or something to the oscars came on oscars academy awards i guess that is and it was for the nominees. And that, they you know, they were going through the names and the nominees. And my, my, my parents were like, i never seen that. I don't even know what movies these are. Oh, but we saw that Don't Look Up. That was the dumbest movie ever. And I go, I turned to them, I go, did you get the premise of it? Do you understand what it was about? And they're like, hey, yeah, yeah, but it was dumb. It was really stupid. I'm going, it really isn't if you think about it. Okay, so this was the other week. This is before this war started, okay, with Ukraine. So now we come to this. And I see my friend on Facebook and how he's acting about this. And I'm thinking to myself, I said to, to him, I go, it's all fun and games until a button's pushed and we're all nuked. 
And then he made another comment about Red Dawn or some shit and left. And I thought to myself, right off the bat, the youth, and he's not even that young. He's only, he's not quite 10 years younger than me. And I'm almost 50. But he made that comment and I start like, I'm like, even him has that, that youth attitude, that very left wing ideology that just comes off as a liberal libertard idiot. When the nukes hit, he's going to be the type of person that's standing outside taking selfies of himself as the bomb hits. Why everybody else who's taking the shit seriously is going to be hunkering in a corner crying holding their loved ones. This is the movie Don't Look Up. Except the movie and Don't Look Up, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but I'm sorry. I'm going to just say it, so shut your fucking thing off for a minute and then watch the movie. The whole idea to that was a meteor hitting the earth, and these people, serious people, saw it and brought it up to the American government, and the American government didn't take it seriously. When these people are like, we are going to die, Our gov- the government, the president, president's people didn't take it seriously. They were partying, having a good time. Right? This guy's like, we're going to die on this day, and right up to that day, the president the president's people, that left-wing side, were taking selfies out. And as this media was coming down, you see them partying and taking selfies and shit. And you see the people who actually called this thing out the way it was, like the serious people holding hands around a table going, I-, I love you, telling stories about like their memories, their better memories, because they know in a few minutes that you're dead, you know? And that's what gets me with this. It's like the youth doesn't care but they do. If you explain it to them like they're adults in a way, that's where my daughter, I think, got more interested when I told her how nuclear power works, how nuclear war works. When a button's pushed and you see the alert come across your TV, you literally have about 20 minutes until you're vaporized, until you're dead. And she goes, well, does anybody survive? And I said, yeah, there is actually people who survive. But I don't know what's worse. Being killed instantly or surviving and trying to live through a nuclear holocaust. And she then I had explained to her because, you know, she learned about the holocaust in school, which is mind boggling to me. They're just she's a 10th grader just learning about like Germany and the holocaust somewhat. They don't really teach kids history anymore. They don't. And I think that's the harsh reality we live in is that they're breeding these kids to not take anything seriously. Because they don't teach them history on what actually happened and what was going on in the world with with the Holocaust, with, with slavery, with uh, the Revolutionary War, with the Civil War, with, with North versus West, with or North versus South, with, you know, all the, uh, the issues of nuclear war in the 80s, the Iranian Missile Crisis in, in Cuba and shit like that. Like, they're not taught any of this stuff. So if they don't know about it and they're oblivious to it, how can they take this seriously? And that's where I'm sitting there with my buddy and I'm thinking to myself, you are closer to age to me and were you not taught this shit? Or do you seriously really just not care? It's 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 it's, it's mind-boggling to me. Okay? So, you know, like I said, you got Elon Musk, he goes in and he 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 gives I love I love him, man. I love him for that. I, I like the guy from day one. I thought he was a little uh eccentric above and beyond and he is uh the adhd thing or all that whatever the fuck he's got 
Yeah. I think he even claimed at one point to have that Asperger's disease as a kid and shit. Smart as a whip. Absolutely a, a great dude for doing what he did. But our government, Joe Biden, didn't even step in and say anything. Like, he could have at least said, look, Ukraine, we're going to send you in things that you need, supplies. Didn't have to say what supplies, just said we're going to send you supplies. It could be fucking weapons, it could be this, it could be that. Now, when it comes to nuclear power, I I think nuclear power needs to be pushed out the window, man. We don't want to kill each other, you know? I, I, I would like to think that even Putin doesn't want to kill everybody. Doesn't want to end his own life over this shit. It's, it's ridiculous. But you got, last night, Joe Biden... Trying to be the big man, trying to be a tough guy, and trying to push sanction on this guy. And I think that at this point, Putin's just like, fuck your sanctions. Like, what the fuck is that going to do? You know? We, we buy his oil. We still buy his fucking oil. So, really, that's like a... I think that's why he would laugh at us, because we're still purchasing his oil as of today. I mean, it's $100 a gallon. A gallon. $100 a barrel, which is bringing us up over the $4 market a, a gallon here at gasoline. When just a year ago, Joe Biden was signing, reversing executive orders on Donald Trump's for the Keystone Pipeline, which we could have been independent on fucking oil, okay? We could have been independent having low gasoline prices, $2 a gallon, and shipping out what we have left to other countries and actually becoming an oil power. But Joe Biden wants to destroy America. Guy came in, he reversed executive orders on, oh, fuck that wall down at the south. Let's let these fucking illegals in, pour in over the country like cockroaches, right in the dead middle of a pandemic. Joe Biden is a feeble old fuck who has no idea what he's really doing. He hasn't had an idea in politics in 48 years. What the fuck made people think that this guy could do a good job as president of the United States? That's mind-boggling to me. I think in a way that the the, the left wing, the, uh, the Democratic Party, basically knew they were going to shoot themselves in the foot. They just wanted Donald Trump out. They didn't like that narrative. The, the government knew it, and they knew that they would have some people on their side being that Donald Trump spoke bad, did bad things. The, the, the Democratic Party knew that we're going to have people on our side that are going to vote Donald Trump out. Don't matter who the fuck we put in there. We can destroy this country in, in, in less than a year. It don't matter. These people are going to vote Donald Trump out. Not realizing that you let the snake in the fucking door by... by what you did is you exterminated the cockroaches in your house, okay? And then you brought in an old mattress that was fucking infested with bedbugs. Now you have a bedbug situation that you can't get rid of. No matter what exterminator comes in, they're having a hell of a time. That's where we're at right now. That's the analogy I can just say. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't get it. It's mind-boggling to me. It really is. So, you know, they shot themselves in the foot, and that's what's happening. You know, you started by voting in the president and his administration. That is totally, completely crippling this country. They're incompetent. They don't know what they're doing. Joe Biden has created every single issue that we in the, inside this country are going through right now. He's created the issue. And I don't want to hear people say, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. All his reversed executive orders, the other things that he put up, mandates, vaccination mandates, create, you know, last night he, 
Oh my God, he patted himself on the back. 6.5 million jobs I created. No, you didn't, Joe. No, you didn't. COVID is going away. People are going back to work. And if you think about it, Joe, 8.3 million people lost their fucking jobs to it. And if 6.5 went back, what happened to the difference? Don't pat yourself on the back, Joe, you feeble old shit. You have no clue what the fuck you're doing. And, and the simple-minded Democrats will sit there and go, Yay, look at, he brought all these, no, he didn't bring these jobs in. Stop. You're fucking a moron. Just like the people that sit there and go, $15 an hour, that's what you gotta have. You know, we gotta bring up, you need a living wage. If you're trying to live and support a family on $15 an hour working at McDonald's, you really need to rethink your fucking life choices. And no, you don't need, this is what the left, this is how the left thinks. Free education, free healthcare. We need that. It works in Canada. Wow, that's funny. It works in a fucking country that's got 40 million people. How do you suppose it's going to work in a country with 350 million people? Please explain it to me like I'm five because I'd love to know how you think it's going to work. You think you're going to be able to get free education, free healthcare, and not your taxes aren't going to get skyrocket? You're already bitching over gas prices being out, out of the roof, and then you're sitting there going, it ain't just... Like, I actually fought with somebody, a family member, over telling me... Uh, the, the person goes, reopen the pipeline. <laughs> and I laughed. I go, yeah, thanks, Joe Biden. It wasn't Joe Biden. It was Donald Trump. No, it wasn't Donald Trump. Donald Trump was building the pipeline. Joe Biden stepped in, signed a reverse the executive order, like reversed it, signed that executive order to reverse Donald Trump's fucking pipeline, and it stopped. It stopped. Building on, on, on it stopped. Now you depend on foreign oil. Foreign oil from Russia. Good job. Good job. So he created every single issue that we are dealing with in this country right now. Every single one of them. All of them. Every single one of them. Okay? A terrible economy because of him. Inflation because of him. A weak foreign relations situation because of him. It's really sad. Like I said... We can't directly get involved, but we do need to support them a little more than what we're actually doing. And I'm talking about Ukraine. Joe Biden didn't say it not a once in his speech last night. He didn't say it. He also, like I said, didn't use Build Back Better. Not a once. He seems to claim that he's going to make it so, or you're going to get lower gas prices and this. And no, we're not. No, we're not. There's, no, there's nothing on the shelves. Come on. you got a trucking convoy right now. Barreling its way across the United States. I believe it's going to be rolling through fucking Philadelphia tomorrow around 3 o'clock on I-95. So if you're in the Philadelphia area tomorrow, get outside on these overpasses and support these truckers. Because they are fighting to lift the fucking vaccination mandates. Which, from what they say, they're already lifted. But there's still truckers not going back to work because their companies feel like they still have the right to just shut it down. And they do in a way. I fought with somebody with this before. I'm like, okay. The thing is, Joe Biden and his administration stepped in and they set these vaccination mandates. So when they lift these vaccination mandates, the companies that feel safe with it are going to continue to have it. What Joe Biden needs to do is step in and say, no, you need to uh, bring back your employees that you shut down because of vaccination mandates. That you, you have no choice or you'll be fined every day for not bringing back these employees. We need to get people back to work. You want to build back better, Joe? You better start doing it that way or else it's not going to work. Put people back to fucking work. Get fucking people working in this country. You're talking about bringing fucking, you know, 
I want to bring back, you know, industrial and, 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 and shit like that into this country. And we start building American products and buying American products. And that's great, Joe. But if people can't work, how the fuck is that going to work? you got to set some kind of a fucking mandate that states to these people now who are continuing with your vaccination mandates, even though you lifted them, you, you quote lifted them. You have to turn it around to these people and say, you've got to put your people back to work vaccinated or unvaccinated they need to go back to work COVID's over it's done COVID's not over not by a long shot but it's time to start getting back to some sort of fucking normal in this country and when I say some sort of normal I'm talking about what it was before COVID hit what it was before COVID hit was Donald Trump's administration and we were in a damn good spot at that point in time. There ain't a motherfucker that's going to change my mind about that. Okay? We were working. Unemployment was at an all-time low for everybody. Whites, blacks, men, women, Hispanic, Asians. Everybody was back to work working. People were spending their money. They were going out. They were eating at places. They were building the American economy back up to what it should be. I fucking, I felt strong under Donald Trump's administration. Like, I would step out the door and felt safe. And I carry a gun. And I felt safe. Even with my gun on my hip or not on my hip. I walked out to the house. I felt safe. I felt like cops were, were doing a good thing. They were getting to... As soon as Donald Trump, as soon as COVID hit, COVID destroyed everything. And it worked out for... The government at the time, not Donald Trump's administration, but the government that wanted to see failure in Donald Trump. It worked out perfect for them because I don't think there would have been anybody who would have did a different job, better job or worse job on COVID. I don't think Biden, Obama, none of them would have did anything differently. Or Like I said, Trump pushed Operation Warp Speed and got the vaccine started now. Okay, his administration did. I can't. I ain't gonna pat Trump exactly on the back by himself, but during his presidency, this happened. Okay, so I will give that that pat on the back. Okay, Joe Biden pushed it, and I liked it with that place. But as soon as he started to push mandates and stuff, I wasn't. I was against it. I'm like, you know, no, it's great to have it. Let's get it out there. But mm, COVID destroyed us, and then the Democratic Party just wanted. A good reason to get Donald Trump out. They found a perfect fucking loophole to get him out. Okay. Uh, voter fraud. I was not buying that for a while. I'm like, nah, all right. I'll give it to, to, to Biden. He won fair and square. Right up until a couple weeks back when Pennsylvania claimed that mail-in voting was unconstitutional. When Pennsylvania, my state, claimed that. That, 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 that mail-in voting was unconstitutional. Yet I had two ballots in my hand for mail-in voting. I kind of just went, hmm, wow. One year later, Joe Biden's already in. He's established. When I say established, he, he destroyed the country already. But, I, I mean, you know what I mean. He's, he's, he's already in the White House. He's comfy in his bed. He's not getting pulled out of there at this point. He's... He's good to go. And if they pull him out, come on. We got Kamala Harris. Oh, my God. She looked evil as shit last night. But here's the kicker. He's comfortable. So a year later, Pennsylvania can state, you know, mail-in voting is unconstitutional. That right there is what shows me 
that there was definitely some kind of voter fucking fraud. Mm-hmm. There was some kind of fucking wrongdoing in, in our voting system. Especially when Pennsylvania, of all places, it, it, was, it, was, it was a tight race right up until everybody went to bed. And as soon as everybody went to bed, all of a sudden, Joe Biden's numbers fucking shot up. 2 o'clock hour, a.m., Joe Biden's fucking numbers shot through the roof in Pennsylvania. It's like, wow, the, the people went to sleep, and your corruption started. Hmm, when it comes to nuclear war, that's what I'm afraid of, okay? Going to sleep, and, huh, well, now you know what, honestly, I, that would be the best time for it. I, I don't want to know I got fucking boom and evaporated, just, just. Let it happen in my sleep. You know, I don't wake up, but... Going to bed, I think that's the thing that scares me, is, is that it could be the end. It could be the last day. It's it's scary. It's sad. The Ukrainian people don't deserve what they're going through right now. It, it, we de they definitely need help, and I'm so happy that Elon Musk stepped up. So for all you libertard fucking assholes and idiots who, who hated him literally a few weeks back because of Joe Rogan's podcast, you know what? You made your beds already. Do not tell me how great of a guy he is now. Please don't. I don't want to hear it from you because you're, you're a hypocritical son of a bitch if you do that. Again, you can contact me, Unreal Reality 101, or I'm sorry, Unreal Podcast 101 at gmail.com. I'm still under that. And I should change it, but it works right now. Uh, UnrealPodcast101 at gmail.com. Like I said, I do this, try to get it out once a week for you people. And I do not edit it. I do not cut anything. It's, it's, it's out there. It's not if you have kids around and you don't like them hearing cursing or anything like that, then don't have them listen. If you like me, like this podcast, share this podcast with your friends. Okay, follow me. Maybe great things. Sharing it with your friends is the biggest thing for me. Get it out there to the, your friends, your people. Say, hey, this guy's pretty good. He's not too bad. He, he speaks his mind. He speaks the truth. He reads a lot of shit from news sources. And I read a lot of shit from left-wing news sources. And then I give my perspective and my spin on it. And it's all opinionated on my end. So I don't want anybody coming at you. You can't say that. It's not the truth. It, yeah, according to NBC News, don't come after me with your bullshit. Go after NBC News because this is what they wrote. You know, I just put my opinion and my spin on it. And that's the beauty of the First Amendment, that I can speak my mind how I want to speak it. If a platform like the one that I'm on decides that they don't like me, they can stop me. It's That's their that's their, their power. They, they have that power. It's their just like when people tell me all the time, you know, it's Facebook, it shouldn't... Listen, when I fight Facebook thing about the communication thing and that the First Amendment should be pushed on Facebook completely, 100%, it's only because Facebook is not like any of these podcasting platforms that we're on. And I give props to this platform, okay? And, and I'm going to give them a little ad really quick. It's Anchor. Great place to do podcasts on. They are they are fantastic. It works. It's very easy to work with. You put it out there, it's out. They get it out to other platforms so more people hear it. It's a great it's a great app. If if you're starting out with podcasting, 
even I think that if you're you're an established podcaster and you're good at it, still continue to use this kind of app because it's it's great. The Anchor is an awesome podcasting system. But like places like things like Facebook, places apps, it is a place. It's an app. Um, like Facebook, when I push the fact that the First Amendment should be pushed into Facebook, it's because we communicate the most on Facebook. We don't communicate with each other face to face anymore. Like we do. Don't get me wrong. And we're gonna get it's COVID's lifting. We're gonna be communicating face to face more so. But we communicate the most through Facebook. We communicate through Facebook more than we do through face-to-face communication, through cell phones, house phones, whatever. This is how we communicate with each other the most is through Facebook. And that's where I say the First Amendment should be pushed into the Facebook platform, into social media. The First Amendment should be established inside that and say, look it, these are people's rights to speak their minds. You can't block them. You can't give one ideology and not allow the other ideology in because it pushes people to a biased situation. We need to be unbiased in this country, people. We need to be unbiased. We need Democrats. We need Republicans in politics because you need to have balance. Okay? You have to have balance. Just like in this, Facebook, Instagram, on these platforms, you have to have an unbiased situation. You have to have balance. You have to be able to speak your mind and allow the other person to speak their mind. That's the greatness of this country. The greatness of this Constitution of the United States is that we are a free people to do what we want, to move about how we want. We can say and speak what we feel without repercussions. We can carry a weapon. We can own a weapon. Okay? And protect our families, protect ourselves, and protect other people around us. I don't condone vigilantism. I don't think somebody should go about and try to be a cop when they're not a cop. And I definitely don't condone illegal guns on the streets. But there's only one way to stop that. And I think that a law-abiding citizen with a gun will stop a criminal with a gun. Okay? We need police... One of the things Joe Biden said last night, we need to fund the police. I agree with that 100%, Joe. I'll give you that one, dude. I'll give you that one, old man. We need to fund the police. We need to get the police back to protecting the American people because crime is absolutely through the fucking roof. And there's only one way we can stop it, and that is through a law enforcement. Okay? We do not need... Vigilantism. We do not need people going out. I always say, go out and buy, listen, your, your Second Amendment rights to get out and purchase a gun, get a carry permit and carry. But I don't want to see people doing it because I'm going to, if the law is not going to work, I'm going to be the law. No, you're just protecting yourself. Okay, and I'm for that. I don't, I'm not for you going out there and being Mr. Vigilante and, and killing all the bad. No. But we do need to get the bad off the street. We do need to get the crime back down low. Since Joe Biden took office, he's destroyed the country. Crime has is skyrocketing. Gas prices, inflation. Fucking now we have war. People, what is going on here? This is like a fucking a scary mo- apocalypse movie. What's next? Zombies? <sighs> well, until that next time, I, I'm done. I, I, I ran it on way too long. I pray for the people in the Ukraine. 
I hope that this this gets resolved quickly. I hope that Putin finally wakes up and realizes like, hey, <laughs> you have a pretty fucking big country and you're a pretty big power. You are a superpower. There's no doubt about that, Mr. Putin. All right, but back off. Allow these other little countries to just be their own fucking people. You deal with your country the way you want to deal with it, and the other people will back away. All right? But stop jumping in and trying to take what's not yours anymore. It was never yours. It's not yours. It's not going to be yours. They're going to fight until the end. And if it comes down to it, and I think that if places like Poland, uh, surrounding Lithuania, surrounding areas like that start to get taken over, I think that's when... The rest of the world is going to fight back on you. So until then, until next time, man, people, stay patriotic. Pray for Ukraine. Pray for the, 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 the people of Ukraine. Pray for, pray for the soldiers. Pray for everybody's soldiers right now. Pray for the, the world. Pray for the whole world. Not just this country. Not just pray for the world. We don't need nuclear war. We don't want it. Nobody wants to die. People want to live and die old in their bed or next to their loved ones. We don't need a nuclear war. Mr. Putin, back your ass down because you're just that bully who really doesn't need to be a bully. I'm not praising you. I'm not praising Russia. I will praise Ukraine right now for standing their ground against you. That's for sure. But I think at this point, America, stay patriotic. Elon Musk, you're the fucking man. One of the most patriotic dudes. It, it, he gets my Patriot of the Month award. Elon Musk, you are a patriot without a doubt. Kudos to you. Joe Rogan, keep pushing your podcast because you, we need to have realistic fucking voices. People need to be able to speak their minds on how they would be Goldberg. Joe, uh, Joe Rogan, you all need to be able to speak that First Amendment right. You have that right. Whether you say the good things or the bad things, the right thing or the wrong thing, you should still be able to speak your mind on how you feel about things. Whether you're racist or you're not, doesn't matter. That's the greatness of the fucking First Amendment, the Constitution of the United States, and the Bill of Rights. Gives you the right to speak your mind. Even if you're canceled by people, canceled by your, your thing, you spoke how you feel. And I, I, I applaud you for it. I'm speaking how I feel. Putin back the fuck down. Pray for the world. Stay patriotic, people. I love you. Till next time, I will see you later.